To our first My annual friend, storyboard rerun. As always, I'm your first host, Blake Nicely. And I'm your second host, Ben Bedley. Ben, what a wonderful day it is to look back on the shows that we've watched on storyboard so far and give them awards. That's what this is. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know why I'm here. They just told me to come on because I had a beautiful face and white teeth. A couple of them. That's surprising. Hello, fans. I am your distinguished and cultural host, Gavin. I will be telling you what to, what to like, what's good, what's not, and why. And I'm here to provide you with the very important bit of information that who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're doing something different today. We are doing the first annual... It's not annual, is it? It's, it's whatever annual. the... The first whatever the fuck we feel like it storyboard reruns. It's uh, well, we take a look back on all the shows we've watched, and we um, I don't know, we talk about them, see what we remember, what we don't, and give them stupid awards. Oh yeah, we got a bunch of categories worked out. Yeah. Hey, what's our real names, everyone? <laughs> oh, I gave mine. I'm Gavin. <laughs> I'm Laura. I'm playing a distinguished douchebag, except I'm not playing jack shit. I'm just being a distinguished douchebag, just like every other day in my life. Guys, I really don't want to stop being Ben Bentley. Okay, you can keep being Ben Bentley. I don't like Ben Bentley, though. But he's so much prettier than me. <laughs> this is for a podcast. It doesn't matter jack shit what Ben Bentley looks like. You know what? I think you're underestimating the power of our audience to use their imagination real, real good. Ben Bentley is the most beautiful creature you've ever seen. Listen, Guys, Ben whether... Bentley is a unicorn. Listeners, picture a gorgeous, gorgeous, slightly washed up middle-aged man who is not busy doing <laughs> acting and actual things. <laughs> And is now in an award show. This is Ben Bentley. And he's beautiful. He's majestic. I personally see Ben Bentley as a sort of um, reverse Boggart, if you will. (laughs) Uh, A a creature that appears to any other creature as the most beautiful thing. But specifically to what that person sees as the most beautiful thing. So when I, Ben Bentley, look in the mirror, I see... um, I mean, I see my true form because I know that my that my beauty comes from the inside. But say if <laughs> if um, if if our good friend Samurai Jack, no, uh, sure. Is that, is that why when I looked at you the other day, I saw a plate of chicken nuggets? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That, that's it. That's it. That's how it be, and I don't want to give that up, but I will. I'm Does Blake Nicholas. Nicely get this sort of backstory, or is she just a non-starter? Blake Nicely... Blake Nicely woman... died in about four and a half seconds flat. Uh, Blake, Blake Nicely... Yeah, yeah, you gave up Blake Nicely. Yeah, you gave I... her up. Nick held on. 
Well, I held on. You know what? She's but I'm gonna still let here him go. somewhere, I'm gonna, and I'll, I'll uh, let uh, her back out eventually, but it's not her I love, I, I love Ben Bentley, so I'm gonna let him go. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Laura. Welcome to Storyboard in our stupid shit. So we're doing an award show. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's just get into this. it. They know this. We've said all the shit. Laura! Yeah? What's our first award? No, we need no no. We need some fanfare. We need some fanfare for this shit. No, not award. actual fanfare. I mean, like, how do y'all think we should? We, we should oh, I see. Design. We need a build up. Yeah, yeah. No, we okay. gotta. Okay, all right. Some yeah, shows no, 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 look no. good. Some <laughs> don't. The candidates include. In case, in case all of the fifteen we watched, that's what it is. These are the shows that look good, like the animation. Also, looks real nice. For the record, all this shit is just whatever we decided. Just the three of us voting amongst ourselves. So, like, take it with a grain of salt. Because who knows what we fuckers think. Uh, we are the best, most amazing, most qualified, most cultured, and distinguished people to clearly make this decision. Right? So whatever we decide is law, and it should be set in stone... On a monument built on the moon. You hear that, Calarts? Your fucking your careers are based on the opinions of three college assholes. That's right. I was just going to give a quick little uh, informational blurb on what exactly we took into account when doing best visual design. Sure, y'all just took the wind out of my sails. So no, I guess we're just playing this one by 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 the seat of our pants and okay. saying nope it it made my eyes feel good <laughs> I mean, it made mean? my eye it made my eyes feel good and that's all that matters i'm the king of the world <laughs> okay so Nick, how, how else this. would you describe visual design it's like look ball eyes good feel um i would i would specify gavin yeah that when we are taking into account visual design we're not just looking at at animation but also the actual art behind everything how how good does it look um stationary how good does it look moving personally i when i voted for mine i thought about you know which shows of course which one made my eyeballs feel good (laughs) but also the ones where i felt like their visual design really tied into the way the stories were told how you know, you could look at that, and if it looked any different, it just could not be the same show. Yeah, I know for mine, it was a combination of, I like the way that this looks, and also, I like the way that this moves, and also, I think that this fits well, and also, nice. <laughs> for mine, I just sort of compared it to, like, what made my eyes go on the wildest acid trip. Secret Mountain Fort Awesome? <laughs> Ball eyes feel good, I guess. okay so for best visual design um i voted for over the garden wall for best visual design i voted for samurai jack and the deciding vote laura we go now to you i also voted for over the garden wall and the winner for best visual design goes to over the garden wall I vote for Over the Garden Wall. So did Laura. Nick vote for Samurai Jack. Don't out me. 
But yeah, I am outing you. Well, Don't hear. out me as having a better opinion than y'all. You're th- you're the odd <laughs> one. Obviously <laughs> not. You're the odd one out. Let, let's Democracy Nick's... isn't perfect. Anyway, Let, yeah. Let's no. hear Nick's reasoning, and then we'll go into ours. No, no, no. I don't disagree with you guys, but... Obviously you do. You vote for Samurai Jack. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of comparisons on what disagree with actually means. We'll just agree to disagree about disagreeing about Samurai Jack. But, yeah, no, I voted for Samurai Jack just because I like the way that... I, I just like the way that the entire world looks, how stylized it is, and especially how the animation is structured. Um, for fight scenes and for for everything. They just do very clever things. But we're not talking about Samurai Jack. We're talking about Over the Garden Wall. Well, we're talking about why you decided to vote all different. Why you decided to deviate. I cannot conform. (laughs) (laughs) I voted for Over the Garden Wall because it was super, just like Nick said, it was super stylized. But... The shading and the, first of all, the shading, because a lot of it takes, like, dark and creepy and nighttime forest. Like, oh yeah, that's, all Over the Garden Wall is all about that. But, um, it's super freaking stylized, and not just, like, its own style, but sometimes it changes episode to episode, depending on, like, what we're doing that time around. And it just, it just plays around with how it looks so, so, so much. And that's a huge part of the show, and... I mean, Samurai Jack is awesome and fine, but it's not the newest, most updated style. It's pretty old. It's like, was it 2000s? Something like that. Like mid-2000s. I mean, Over the Garden Wall is a lot Early newer. It, yeah, it, it definitely has a leg up on Samurai Jack for that reason. It, it just looks really, really damn good. So, I voted for Over the Garden Wall. Well, I would say, I'm just kind of addressing that. One of the big things that pushed Samurai Jack over the Garden Wall for me, and it was close, is just I felt like there was a lot more emphasis on movement in Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. A lot of the 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 style of Over the Garden Wall is very much focused on like giving you a very rich set piece and making the characters and everything look good, but they put less of a focus on how things move. They don't really have any kind of... Uh, I mean, other than one scene that I can think of, and that's the um, the Highwayman scene, it doesn't really feel like they're putting very much focus on, like, oh, this is a cool way we can make this scene move. Where in Samurai Jack, that was a very common thing, and they experimented with a lot of stuff with Samurai Jack. Um, and I feel like they made use good good use out of their limited uh, out of their limited technology. Well, my dear fellow. Hmm. Samurai Jack is obviously going to look good as it moves, such as when we get to see episodes like Jack Jump Good. (laughs) Hey, when do I get to use my fucking opinion? Never. Anyways. Laura, use your opinion attack. So yes, I do agree that Samurai Jack, just in the way it uses movement, is absolutely fantastic. But just, the way Over the Garden Wall presents itself and the set pieces, I find, is just to be really astounding. Just the art direction, like Gavin said, the way that the environments will change based on the tone of the episodes, I just think the art direction really lends itself to how you're going to feel while watching it. Because some episodes are going to feel homey and cozy and fun, and some of them are going to be straight up horrifying. Yeah, I just think... Especially the way the backgrounds are made, it's just absolutely gorgeous. 
what we're trying to say here is get out of the way, old man, samurai, jack, fucking no. Wart and Greg are here to take you to school. Good lord, you are so confrontational with these. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Joke's on you, Jack is effectively immortal. He's gonna live longer than over the garden wall. No, he's not, because he went back in time and then lost all of it. That was never confirmed. Let's play a game called Old Notes. Hey, hey everyone, it's me, your buddy Gavin. Now we're going to look at old notes about things that I took at the time, but maybe... (laughs) (laughs) That's really good, Gavin. (laughs) We're gonna play a game called Old Notes, and... It's me looking at notes that I've taken from episodes past. Gavin's the only one who consistently takes notes. I take notes consistently a lot. He's the only responsible one of us. Uh And so now I'm going to say things that I said a long time ago and totally forgot. Things like, just shits together the bluebird rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was something that I never really um, thought about until after I'd watched it multiple times. Because the bluebird rules, if you need a refresher, Greg, quote-unquote, saves Beatrice from a bush. And she's like, alright, you saved me, now I gotta help y'all, that's the bluebird rules. And, like, I never realized that, or in my first play, or playthrough, in my first watch In my first playthrough, any percent run of Over the Garden Wall. God, the first time I watched it, I didn't. Because I didn't have the uh, insight that you have after you've watched it that Beatrice was kind of planning on duping them at first. I didn't realize that she just bullshit herself being stuck, which I don't think she even really was stuck. And the Bluebird rules are just not even a thing. Beatrice, you sing the high part. Wart, you sing the really high part. <laughs> I just really liked the facial expression he made after that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it wasn't even particularly disgusted or, like, offended. It was just, like... <sighs> Banana hey. nut duck bread. Banana nut duck bread. Question. Was he gonna make bread out of the egg or out of the duck? You'll never know. Alright, what's your question? You in the back. Yes, my question is, um... Again, what does this have to do with the awards? No offense, but... Because we <laughs> want to talk about the shows! We're talk- This is... It's not... Like, this isn't just an award show. This is, like, a re- retrospective of the shows we watch. Well, yeah, but we're not talking... Because award shows have acts and fillers and shit between the awards. They did, they don't just fire them all off and then tell everyone to go home in three and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, but like, but, like, this isn't related to the award. We can talk about things uh, about Over the Garden Wall. Well, I'm sure getting Maroon 5 to play their latest single isn't related to any awards either. But... Yeah, and that's why the Oscars <laughs> suck ass. Or the Grammys, or whatever the heck they're called. Well, how would you do it, Nick? Well, Gavin, I would... I'd do it my way! I'd go on to the next award. Well, now that we just finished talking about something that was very good, let's talk about something that was very bad. But that's what made it good. This is our reward for the most ironically funny cartoon. Ladies and gentlemen... And variations thereupon, the most ironically funny one is the old She-Ra show, She-Ra Princess of Power. Yeah, this one was completely unanimous. I think out of all the shows, this was my most fun to watch. I think I enjoyed myself in the watching process the most for this show. It was a joy in all, not all the wrong ways, (laughs) but many of the wrong ways. (laughs) Old She-Ra was good fucking times. It was, oof, very fun. I have my notes. I have my notes from old She-Ra. 
everything from just the diluted, not diluted, the concentrated 80s energy of it all, the wonky animation, the questionable voice acting. (laughs) The nigh-on-perfect incidental comedic timing. Okay, it's like, old She-Ra was the thing that, like, shows nowadays try to, like, emulate to make fun of. But this was just, like, a genuine, free-range, grass-fed, like, pure, (laughs) badass 80s show. Like, it just, it, oh my god, and it was fantastic. Organic, homegrown 80s animation. (laughs) I mean, there's so many things from the show that I'm just thinking back to, and I'm thinking, it's just so funny. Hordak just, like morpho moding into a <laughs> missile something that they had just rocketing himself something that they had not and did not feel the need to establish that he could do he just because, did it it's like oh well. because no one had thought of that before no one was like all right hordak character traits is a missile but like <laughs> they didn't laugh this out beforehand someone was just like okay what if hordak just missiles himself through the portal like yeah, that's and everybody's like, yeah, that okay, yeah, that's that- good. This is before we we're we're just we're doing this to sell toys, not to make a good story. That seems feasible, but it's like Oof. they like they went into this show knowing, okay, these are Hordak's powers. He has the power to turn into technology things, but <laughs> this will make a great Mighty Morphin Zordak missile action figure later. But there's <laughs> nothing that establishes that he can do that. Until he just like, all right, better catch up to him, and then he just <laughs> schlagorps into a missile. Like it's it's not like like earlier in the show he had like transmogrified his hand into like scissors or something. It's oh yeah, just... there there was no like <laughs> no gradual buildup of how he there was no lukewarm. <laughs> it was <laughs> they just pushed us right into the deep end. Zero to missile in five seconds. um but no just like and i and just like i don't i don't know if there was any moment in in any of our shows where we cheered as much as we did when skeletor showed up (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know if that's just who we are as people (laughs) (laughs) but it was the best reveal and he's like i went to the oh my god skeletor can't get your autograph Mm, certainly (laughs) Anything for a fan. I am not nice. <laughs> and then he looked down at the autograph, and it's like suckle at a little man. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and I went uh, we to the castle with my w- w- with my student Skeletor, and then Skeletor pops his head up from behind the windowsill, and we all. <laughs> uh. She princess of power i guess by extension he-man as well because that was kind of more like a he-man special god she-ra does not adequately tell stories and it is hilarious for it it's like she-ra is a guy who constantly tells stories and they're all true stories but they're all absolutely hilarious and he doesn't know it (laughs) that's the best way i can describe he-man she-ra Hey guys, can I um can I make this point to you that I felt the need to write down He Man's cleanly shaven pits? <laughs> I mean you can <laughs> Where did that come from? 
Well, clearly it came from He-Man lifted up his arms and I, I took notice of his manscaping. Well, no, here's the thing. He probably didn't shave because he, like, like Mighty Morphs into He-Man from Prince... Uh... Are you saying... Are you saying that... what? Ah, oh, fuck, what's his name? Prince Adam. Prince Adam? Are you saying that Prince Adam is just a hairy monster... Under his arms, and then once he morphs into He-Man, his pits are just like totally silky smooth. His his muscles become uh, because become bigger than his hairs are long, and they just get <laughs> they just expand they out just past the point of the muscles. The pores? No, wait. Do you think? that He-Man's hairs grow at different rates than Prince Adam's hairs. And so if he and so he has to shave twice. He has to shave wait, once as He-Man wait, and if, then once as Adam. What if He-Man's hairs only grow while he's He-Man? Yeah, exactly. So, like, it takes longer because he's normally not He-Man. That's just stupid! This is the best. <laughs> Gavin, I'm so glad I turned the theory corner over to you this time. Gavin's theory corner does is I got a theme I gave you a theme before it wasn't very good is He-Man cleanly shaven where's He-Man's pit hair in his muscles oh man we're having a good time folks that's because this show was very funny, but that was on accident, really. Now we need to move on to a show where it most certainly was not an accident. This is the most genuinely funny show. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner for most genuinely funny will be right after these messages. <laughs> you know, we do need to start implementing an ad break to talk about We do, podcasts. we really, really do. Should we do that now? Yeah, we should totally do that now. Okay, we should put right. in a... Uh, Another podcast, bro. Hi, everyone. It's Editing Laura from the far off future of a month after this episode was recorded. Boy, howdy. Um, <laughs> while I'm here, I'd like to say thank you to everyone for being patient and waiting for a new episode to come out. Uh, we've had some family stuff on my end and very busy school stress on all three of our ends. <laughs> yeah, it's been something. But uh, again, we really appreciate you waiting patiently for our new episode, which I hope you're enjoying, by the way. A little something different that we wanted to try out. Uh, but yeah, now that summer's here, we're planning to get back on the grind and getting back to those bi-weekly episodes. So hope you get ready for that. And now it's time for those... And now it's time for those messages that Gavin just mentioned. <laughs> I got two spicy, brand new Lunar Light podcasts to give ya. <laughs> and our first one is the Trans Questioning Podcast, a show about what it means to be transgender. Every week, Sarah Zedig talks about her transition, the news, and answers questions from listeners. The show frequently features guests with the goal of showing that trans and non-binary people all have different stories, and that there is no one right way to be trans. Airs every Monday, much to Garfield's chagrin. 
That's very good. Sarah Zedig just recently joined the Lunar Light family, and we're very happy to have her here, so please check that out. And we got another brand new podcast called Deck of Friendship, a podcast where every week your hosts Marble, Ray, and Mars review an episode of an anime based on a real-life game and talk about their themes and cultural importance while proclaiming their love of friendship and trying to make each other laugh. That's so good. Currently, they are running through the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! and have plans to tackle shows like Bakugan, Card Fight, Digimon, and more. I've only heard of two of those. <laughs> Deck of Friendship can be found on Lunar Light Studio every Tuesday or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, we like animation and games and stuff. <laughs> if you like that stuff too, please check out Deck of Friendship and Trans Questioning and all the other great shows that Lunar Light has to offer, like The Good Boys Girls and Comradical, Badvertising, Overwitch, what you call it. So many good ones. And while I have you here, I'm going to give you a quick plug for the Patreon, the Lunar Light Studio Patreon, which you can find at lunarlightstudio.com slash Patreon. Uh, you can support your favorite shows through that. Patrons have access to exclusive content, like bonus content from shows all across the network. We recently put one up where Gavin and I absolutely crap on Nick's choice <laughs> of holiday breakfast foods. <laughs> It's really good. I suggest you listen to it. And patrons can also have access to uh, monthly streams that Lunar Light folks set up. And one last way you can support us or all your favorite Lunar Light shows is incoming transmissions, which I don't believe we've talked about on this podcast before. You can find information on that on lunarlightstudio.com slash incoming dash transmission. Uh, you can purchase a transmission that will be read on your favorite Lunar Light podcast. Uh, the money that you spend will be used to support the podcasts in question. So, yes, that's another great way to support your favorite podcasts. Send, you can send a message to your friends, your family, get out and add for some business thing you're doing. Just say hi to yourself. Say hi to the people on the podcast. Who knows? The world's your oyster, as long as you give us the money for it. <laughs> I just want to give you guys one more thank you for listening so far. I hope you're enjoying the rerun. This is something a little new that we wanted to try out. I hope you're enjoying it. So, yes. Back to past Gavin, Nick, and Laura. Have fun, everyone. The winner for most genuinely funny <laughs> is a cartoon called Chowder! Woo! You take the moon and you take the sun. You take, you the take moon everything you take that seems like fun. You take the moon. Stir it all you up the and then you fun. You take the moon. And you take the sun. Um, Chowder. Chowder is one of my favorite cartoons, just period, and I fucking love it. I love it a lot, and I voted for it for most genuinely funny because I like it. It's my favorite. I kind of, I admit, I kind of um, dunked on Chowder a little bit at the end of our episode on that show. But then afterwards, I thought more about the other episodes I had seen in the past, and I thought, no, it's funnier than what I gave it credit for. Part of me feels like I was just having a weird day then, but just there's so many good bits that I, like, reference 
constantly. Oh yeah, pulling back the curtain a, a little bit. Um, I love Chowder. I don't love our uh, storyboard episode of Chowder, and it haunts me every night of how we did Chowder dirty. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like Chowder too. It didn't quite get my vote for the most genuinely funny, but I mean, it's good. It 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 deserves to win. They put a lot of effort into their bits, a lot of effort into their jokes, and, uh... Nick, who'd you vote for? Why can't you just vote the same as everybody else? Because, Gavin, sometimes my opinions aren't the same as yours. I think Laura and I have yet to to defer from each other. I mean, I do, in a couple. Yeah, but not yet. Yeah, not Nick, yet. what was going through your fucked up brain? I mean, I think it was just... I mean, I voted for Kirby. I personally just thought that I... I enjoyed watching Kirby a little bit more. I enjoyed uh, a lot of the jokes in there a little bit more. Even if some of them were kind of off jokes, maybe some of them were only meant to be half funny, but somehow they ended up being one and a half funny. It was, I I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I feel like Chowder is, I feel like Chowder, the jokes were a lot more deliberate and I was laughing as much as they expected me to laugh. My problem with Kirby is that I kind of have trouble telling how much of the stuff that was funny was meant to be funny. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, but also I just enjoyed it so much, and I know that that show was, like, at the stuff that, like, I feel like I laughed the stuff more that they expected me to laugh at it. Like, <laughs> like, like I know that, like, oh, haha, the animation's bad on, on DDD's cartoon, but I didn't think they were expecting me to look at it and just lose myself laughing. Okay, but that bit where they put in the fucking anime DDD and oh, Escargoon. You are just wonderful. Uh, I mean, they did have... No, I love Kirby a lot. And they did have some really, really genuinely hilarious jokes. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think Chowder really hit out of the park a lot more. Yeah. It's just that Chowder had that fourth wall flair yes. that Kirby did not. Chatter also has the bank episode. (laughs) (laughs) Would you care for a free lollipop? Would I? Would you? Would I? Would you? Would I? Would you? Would I? Would you? Would I what? Care for a free lollipop? Would I? Would you? (laughs) Rada! good radio i'll tell you the one thing that i that's good radio (laughs) i'll tell you the one thing that i remember the most from the bank episode was and i don't know why it was the texture that they used for the green marble me too yeah i don't know why that just just really stuck out to me like that was just really pleasant one two that was the other one three I'd like to, oh, hello, I'd like to deposit $100 in change. (laughs) Don't don't bother going to look up clips from the show, everyone. We got you covered. (laughs) But still, of the episodes we did watch, like, they're just small things that just really charred me. Like, in that bazaar where they go buy things from Gazpacho, how there's just random things you could buy off the street, such as screams. Being flung halfway across the city. One fling, please. I'm sure there's more, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that show oh, yeah. just really Stop did. Stop resisting and buy a piston! <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really liked that. See, that show had a world that was set up for comedy. It was set up so that they could do literally whatever they wanted, and nobody could question it. 
It was great. Oh, yeah. It's a very strange world, hardly based in any sort of reality that we have, and I really appreciate it. Shelter, look what you've done! Now the animators <laughs> are going to have to draw all this fire! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, did we watch the car wash episode? No, there's one the where they- The car wash episode! There's one where they blow all the money and they don't have enough money to keep the animation going, so they have to do a car wash, but it's not the characters, it's the voice actors! It's really good! <laughs> Oh man, I'm just remembering a lot of like really. I'm just remembering a lot of really out of context stuff from that show. I remember there was one episode where like some kind of weird time travel stuff happened, and Endive and and Panini ended up singing smooth jazz. <laughs> God, oh man, this whole thing Chowder works best out of context. I think we've lost the animation. What are we going to do? Rada rada. No, we can't go home. <laughs> Also, I think it was after that episode when I realized that I could do a pretty banging truffles. <laughs> so yeah. a lot of missed potential there. Yeah, it was. It's a good show. It's a good show. <gasps> what the fuck is that one from? What's with all the gasping? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that scene is my entire life. When I'm just being a dumbass, and then someone's like, Gavin, shut up! <laughs> like, that's it. Man, guys. Okay, okay. These discussions, no. these discussions, they they really always warm my heart, and... <laughs> stop damn. it, stop it, you ruined it, you ruined it. Damn! Okay, go on, but damn! Man, these, these discussions really just always warm my heart, but... I think it's about time we talk about something that warms my heart even more, and that is our award for the most heartwarming cartoon. Actually, uh, I want to give a, a, a quick um, a, a quick little award uh, out to something else. Um, the award for best segues goes to Nick. <laughs> God, <laughs> shit. I'm good at this. The award for best at roading segues goes to me, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got excited. Oh, it's so great. Um, anyway... So, it's back to me for this presentation. Friends, family, and everyone else. The award for the most heartwarming cartoon goes to Hilda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this one was was another unanimous one. And I appreciate Laura, I think, for putting We Bear Bears in our honorable mentions. That was me. I couldn't think of anything else to do. Yeah, I, I that didn't was the second most. On that. I um, that, appreciate it. That, that was, was the me. second most. Oh, that was you, asshole. Was it? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. You put Hilda? I Question did. Mark. I apologize. Oh, well, thank I you, don't Gavin. Thank you, Gavin. Doing anything on this spreadsheet? Take back um, my thank yous. I don't deserve it. I agree. I, I I think if we were to do a a a poll for the second most heartwarming movie, it would be We Bear Bears. Oh yeah. Um, but Hilda. This one is a, is a very new cartoon, and man, this could be a silent cartoon, and it would still be the most heartwarming. Like, no words could be. Like, like you could just turn off the sound, and it would still just make you happy to watch it. I believe so, but the um, voices, the voice acting really does lend a lot of it, I think. Yeah, I no, found out that Alfred's voice actor 
also voice acted Tora from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and now I want to get pictures of Alpha saying bad shit. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, Gavin. Just, there are so many very sweet characters in this show, and there are so many good, just lovely interactions between our main characters and whatever uh, spirit or creature is the focus of the episode. It's all very nice. Very rarely is someone, like, actually vicious, and when they are... Except every time a troll does anything ever. Well, Even yeah, then, and though... The and the Maras, but still. And the Even Maras. then, the troll's savagery is more, like... Well, I mean, actually... And the were... lindworm, who just wanted to eat them as an example. The and lindworm... That late was very nice after they showed her their botany stuff. Hey, yeah, Lindworm, but... if you eat them, who's gonna tell people that you ate them? <laughs> Didn't think exactly, about that, huh? that makes Lindworm a nice person, which is what we're talking about. It doesn't make her a nice person. It makes her not good at thinking through her evil schemes. She's not evil! There was also <laughs> that lady who kidnapped a baby cloud. Yeah. Yeah, Victoria Von Gale is a little... Hmm. And let's not forget Frida beating people up. Then there were those kids who were throwing rocks at birds. Trevor. Y'all, this is not what the award is for. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> so hard. Rarely does, like, really bad shit happen. <laughs> Except for this one, this one, the other one, that one, that time. Okay. Yeah. Bad shit, yes, happens. Remember when the dog ate people? God. <laughs> That shit happens. But there's still just a sense of familiarity and family between many of the characters, and it's just very sweet. And get your gob away from the microphone. Remember when the, the Nisei fought the other Nisei, and they were basically just like fucking raccoons fighting over a scrap of meat? Stop. <laughs> you voted for Hilda too, you piece of garbage. I did. I just, I'm just saying, you're... you're you're trying to tell me that Hilda pulls punches, and it doesn't. It's very heartwarming, but it also don't pull no punches. Remember that scene where Hilda tried, or almost stole two people's souls? <laughs> yeah. And that other scene where she fought a ghost and tried to punch it to death, and then didn't Rem let it go back into its grave? Remember that one scene where the woodman was playing the long con, and then she gambled away a <laughs> he gambled away a living human person, and then <laughs> had her throw down his rope ladder so that he could rob him blind. The way Hilda is presented in its <laughs> muted soft colors is very nice, and in the first episode, Hilda says, I appreciate the coziness in here, which is what we were all thinking. Oh my god. I'd also like to retcon an honorable mention for best visual design for Hilda. Yeah, me yeah. as well. That one should be a retcon. I mean, it's just, everything in that show is so soft. It just looks nice and round and... There's nary a hard edge. I just want to go literally anywhere in that world and just lie down and take a nap. Yeah. Even the bugs that would be crawling on you are very cute bugs. Exactly. Exactly. And they're probably all in David's head anyway, so you're good. Listeners, it's time to take a break from some of these awards to give out more awards, but different. <laughs> I want to lie. I want to go down to the Hilda sewers and lie on the Rat King. Nick, we're, oh my god. I'm gonna take a nap in the Rat King. 
I was, can you edit that before I said this <laughs> stuff about us being done talking about Hilda? Because I was about to get on Nick and be all like, we're done talking about Hilda. But then he said Rat King, and I was like, okay, you valid. I want to sleep okay. within him. Okay, we're doing some superlatives. I want to take Rat King by the hand and lead him to the land to where David lives. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday springs eternal. Rat king, rat king, rat, rat king, king, rat king. <laughs> oh no. Alright, no, but seriously. <laughs> Time to fire out through some uh, superlatives. These are these are not like given award what show matches the award. This is what award matches the show kind of style. These are like kind of secondary, you know, yep. dealies. We just Everybody gets an up. award. Everybody gets one. Everyone wins! The Kirby Right Back At You anime <laughs> gets the uh, the storyboard superlative for sexiest character. Mm. I wonder who yeah. wrote that one. I no, wonder. yeah, we all. Took it was turns. me. We, yeah, we all took turns writing these, and um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna let you guess which one got each. You know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this one. Customer service chan really fires up my willies. (laughs) (laughs) Customer service is a very, like, well- His name is Customer Service Chan. (laughs) It's a very well-detailed man in a world made primarily of blob people who have ovals for feet. I just like how chaotically evil he is, but he also has to put up with DDDs chaotic e- like okay it's like chaotic evil on a different scale you know no okay customer service chan is like big business evil so he wants to churn out as much evil for as for as little uh overhead as possible right uh, ddd's sitting there and he's being chaotically evil all over the place and customer service chan's like well i just i mean i appreciate the evil but what the fuck are you doing bud <laughs> i mean you got spirit but what the hell <laughs> Laura, what were you saying about him being hyper-realistic in a world where everybody has ovals for feet? That's literally all I had to say about that. Well, hold on. Check the rabbit. Oh, God. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, what? That's what he looks What? Like. That's his feet. No! You didn't know that? No! <laughs> I forgot that customer service chan... You eventually do see his lower half, and he does have ovals for feet. The facade is ruined! (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) Fuck, why did you... Speaking of things we ruined for people... (laughs) Nick, would you like to give us our next superlative? (laughs) So that we can move on as fast as possible? Gavin, I like comedy, but that was a really, really low blow. (laughs) (laughs) The next superlative is... Speed racer for easiest to dunk on. I did that one. Thanks. It's Laura. very easy. <laughs> Speed racer, more like stupid racer. More like slow racer. Speed Got racer, him. more like shut up, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that there's just like so much to work off to talk about. With there it. really is. There really I just, is. Didn't feel like it was ironically funny enough. 
to give it that No, award. no, it really wasn't much it really wasn't very funny at all. But it was just a wonderful show. thing from Nick's past that Nick likes that is actually also not good. That we wanted to take a big shit on. <laughs> look, Speed Racer, the concept of Speed... If I look at a poster <laughs> of Speed Racer, I am brought immeasurable joy. <sighs> if I listen to the music from Speed Racer, I am brought immeasurable joy. If I watch Speed Racer, mm, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh... Also, Gavin, you can shut up about the Speed Racer movie. That thing is awesome. Yeah, fuck you. Shut let's, up. uh... I'd like to watch it with you sometime. We should. Um, Speaking know. of shows from my past, I'd like to give out the superlative for Invader Zim. Oh, yeah. I wrote this. <laughs> this isn't and even a superlative, of... Gavin. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. The title of which is... Calm the fuck down, jeez. That's not a superlative. <laughs> yeah, it is. There is at no point Zim when it says like S. Always on, like, high alert. Invader Zim, uh, oh, he's changing it. Calm the fuck down, jeez. <laughs> okay, Gavin has just changed it from calm the fuck down, jeez, to calm the fuck down, jeezerious. <laughs> There, Nick, you fucking happy? I actually can't see the change. Good. Invader Zim is some real high-energy shit. I mean, that's the whole show, no say. Pretty much, they're always on their shits. No, they're off their shits. They're never on their shits. I forgot the, uh, term. Uh, Chowder's superlative is fourth wall. Where? Est. Where the fourth wall has been unceremoniously destroyed by a sledgehammer before the show even started. I just thought that was pretty apt. I mean... (laughs) Laura and Nick had a lot of these written in, but, like, a bunch of them were blank, and I just came in and sort of, like, filled them all out. <laughs> By the way, I wrote that one. Gavin, you left this one for you, Gavin. Back to the show! And with that transition, I wish we had some music to play, but we don't, because we don't have any rights to any music. But speaking of music, I would like to present the What about the, for the theme song that we do at the beginning of every episode, which is Chongo's theme song, Bacon Hat, which you can find on Chongo's album, Hot Shop. And you can also check out his stuff Stop! with Betty Parker and his band, Go Child. That's true, but... Which we always link in the description. That's true, but it's not award show music. Anyway, thanks for interrupting. Who says? It's it's the perfect music for Ed, for Eddie for Kevin. <laughs> the award for best theme song goes to Kirby right back at you. Perhaps to be a little ironic about it, but it's <laughs> a oh man. Uh, before we get into more of that, mm, we have another odd one out that I think needs to be addressed <laughs> again. Nick. Hey Nick. Hey Nick. <laughs> Friends. Certifiably. <laughs> Everyone hates the shit out of it, except for you, because it's not good. No, I don't hate it. I don't, I hate it. Every, you guys, I'll accept every single criticism you have of Speed Racer. I, (laughs) I agree with them all. I say, you know what, I'm fine with you destroying my childhood, because you know what, it deserves it. But when you diss the Speed Racer theme song, that's when we have a problem. Laura, I would like you to do me a favor. Yes. This show is 60 years old. <laughs> I'm not putting the whole theme song in. Put the entire theme song <laughs> no! in. No! I can't. Or at least put in a clip from it. 
We'll leave it for our audience to describe. Is it a bop or is it a flop? Is it a bop or a flop? Tell us at Storyboard underscore cast on Twitter. Nope. He's a demon on wheels. No, 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 no. He's a demon, 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 he's a demon. It's here he comes, here comes Speed Racer. He's a demon, 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 he's a demon. No, but that's no, the song is just so good. And then they made well Okay, is it better than jazz? Hey Nick. Is it better than Kirby, Kirby, Kirby? That's a name you should know. Kirby, yes. Kirby, 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 he's the star of the show. It's more than you think. He's got maximum pink. Kirby, 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 Kirby's the one. He can't because run! Oh, the nice thing about recording in the same time, in the same place, is that we can actually sing together. Ladies and gents, that's good audio. <laughs> Smacks the shit out of that mic. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Nick's here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. The Speed Racer theme song is the best freaking thing ever, ever created. No, it's really not. No, it's not. Speaking of Nick disagree. having the worst opinions, stop. Nick's trying to blast <laughs> the Speed Racer theme in our chat. Stop. Nick. <laughs> Here he comes, Laura. Fucking quit! That's enough! enough. You've had enough! Can we cut out all of that since I was trying to segue into shit and then Nick's (laughs) just sitting there like, No, Speed Racer, more! (sighs) What are you doing now? This is bad, ladies and gentlemen. This is bad, what's just happening? It's almost like you could call me the worst character in Storyboard. Now it's time to talk about the worst character in, in in our shows. This is the worst main character. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst main character award goes to Johnny Test. I feel like this one's cheating. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel that way too. I mean, well, on, obviously which... the worst show has the worst main character. I mean... Hey, right? it's time for Laura's first dissenting opinion. I voted that Captain N was the worst main character. Oh, fuck. Oh. Because he's, like, nothing. He's nothing. He's supposed to be an everyman. He's so good at being an everyman that he is absolutely nothing. It Yeah. It, it really makes a point when your character is in the same universe as Link from The Legend of Zelda and Link from The Legend of Zelda has more of a personality than the main character. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Gavin, Link has no personality. None whatsoever. And that is a fact. I argue that any that's true for NES Link. Other Links have so much personality. No, Shut not up. really. They have the barest minimum amount of personality. Hey, Shut up. don't you be talking about my boy Wind Waker Link like that. That he has boy who I love. They did a lot with what they had, but what they had was not very much. Link never has an opinion about anything other than <laughs> not wanting to get launched from a catapult. That is his only opinion. <laughs> okay, that's fair, I guess. But yeah, the I guess real worst main character, which I'm not arguing. I like Link. 
Yeah, no, you can like Link, but he also is just the most vanilla ice cream toast individual ever to be born. <laughs> okay. <sighs> There's nothing there. Hey, Link, how do you feel about being asleep for a hundred years? All oh, right. That's right, you can't talk. <laughs> hey, he has some personality in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, he, he has does. none whatsoever, Gavin. No, he does. He has a good bit. You know the part where you get the Gerudo outfit and he does a cute little pose? That's adorable. Yeah, but okay, when the most character expression you get is literally a cute pose, that's like... No, he does other things, such as... <laughs> Kicking a chest with no feet, with no shoes on, and hurting his foot. No, but that's an action taken by the player. You can. Well, no, I I could argue this. You can make him say funny shit. But no, that's no, 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 no. Cartoon podcast. That is entire. Yeah, and Link is in this cartoon. So let's (laughs) talk about him for a second. We have been. Link is boring. Link is boring. And even though I love his video games. Um, Link is just a nothing character, and I personally like, uh, Kevin from Captain and the Game Master much more than Link. No! 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 Your opinion sucks! No, Kevin, not, not Captain N himself, Kevin. Kevin? Remember Kevin? Kevin. Cap, uh, whatever his name that wasn't Captain N's bully back in the real oh, world land. wait, hold I on. Still- no, oh, I like that was him Kevin. Less, I thought Captain like, your opinion N was is still Kevin. bad. No. Wait. It's Captain N's name. What? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember that his dog's name was Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. What's the bully's <laughs> name? Mike, I don't know. I feel like it's I think Mike. it was Mike. Still, either way, that's a bad opinion. Let's move on. Johnny Test. <sighs> well, he's a bad character. He's a garbage boy. He's a garbage boy stink man. And can we talk about the impending apocalypse? Can we talk about how our world is going to end? Johnny Test is gonna come back. We're gonna die. In order to quote a better show, what doesn't kill you the first time usually succeeds in the second attempt. (laughs) It's a bad show. And he's a bad boy. A bad show, he's a bad boy. Okay, specifically, he is selfish. He is not smart. He does not think about how his actions affect others. He likes things that are bad. He likes things that are bad, and he is gross. He takes no actions other than to move the plot forward. Yeah. He has no set personality. He's just, I'm gonna do this. His personality is douchebag. Video games TV. Ew, girls. Ew, girls. I like poop jokes. That's basically him. He doesn't doesn't even have a cool character design. I'm sad. I'm sad now. (laughs) They try, I mean... He doesn't. He even has a cool... recognizable silhouette. I'll give them that. But it's yeah, but weird. like they never explain why he has flaming hair. Nobody else in his family has flaming hair. I'm sad. Well, we've no, been talking about do... Johnny Test, and now I'm sad. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? No, they do. There is a. There is a reason why he has flaming hair. It's just a really dumb reason. What? what he's the it? fucking chosen one. Wait, no, I forgot. His his mom doesn't have red hair. Where did his sisters get red hair? Red hairs often skips generations. But, like, 
isn't brown hair like really dominant uh, i don't know but red hair skips generations that's just what happens i don't know but did <laughs> why do you care so much about what color her hair is it's like straight red hair it's not even orange because i've been wondering dyed. for 30 years why is his hair fire I don't know. Why does Yu-Gi-Oh's hair look like that? Because he's in an anime, and we, <laughs> and, and if we questioned every anime character's hair, we would we, we would pull our we would pull ours out. <laughs> Nick, the things that you choose to use your energy on are equal parts infuriating and charming. He, his hair is a secondary dual disc. <laughs> If he ever needs another dual disc, he can pull his head. Off, he can pull his hair off and just use it as a dual disc. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about him anymore. I do. I want to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I do too. We will. Oh, we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. I thought uh, we were talking about Johnny Test still. Can we stop talking about Johnny Test? Hey, what's next? Oh, man, something better. <laughs> People tend to have a kind of misconception about what animation is as. A medium. I think Johnny Test is a good example of why that is. That animation is dumb and for kids and not to be taken seriously. But we think one of the shows we watched does a good job at showing that, no, that's not at all what animation stands for. And this is our award for the show that breaks animation stigma. And the award for breaking animation stigma is... Samurai Jack! Wacha! Yeah! <laughs> that was not planned. That was not coordinated. That was not yeah. coordinated. Yeah! Oh man, this was unanimous. Oh, yes. Man. I mean, it's not that impressive because Nick voted for Samurai Jack <laughs> nine times out of ten, but Gavin, it was unanimous. Hey, Gavin? I voted yeah. for Samurai Jack only once more than I voted for Johnny Test. <laughs> That's because Johnny Test won all the shit categories. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Samurai Jack. Hold on, give is... me a second. I got. I need to compose myself. Okay. The last time I it. talked about something that yeah, I liked, I was it. destroyed for it. So I'm jumping into it. Samurai Jack is like it's enjoyable for younger kids, but it's just it's still mature. We already talked about the art direction on it. It's very good. The theming of it is just phenomenal. And, like, it still has time to be goofy at times, but it's still, it you know, it takes itself the right amount of seriously, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you go into it. Samurai Jack, I mean, I mean, it is more mature than a lot of the other shows, but not because it's trying to be mature. It is just, like, it, it is not an action that it took to, to be like, oh, yeah, this is mature. It is, it is in action. It is them not dialing things back because they're on a kids network it is them being mm-hmm. like yeah i'm just gonna make a good cartoon and i'm gonna put it on this network and kids might watch it and it's it, it's good it just makes a it just makes good content without trying to 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 be something marketable to kids it's and not that's that just... they dialed stuff back it's that i mean obviously you can't show like samurai jack like cutting off someone's head and then hanging like this effigy and then blood everywhere and core and, and all that stuff good god you can only lesser... crucif- you, you can only crucify characters in one episode <laughs> that's funny. they still did that oh my god though the dogs, oh god. Hey, it was in the background. No, a lesser show, what I'm trying to say is that a lesser show 
would take all the serious, like, crap and, like, make Jack say fuck or whatever. <laughs> they would take all the serious crap and just, like, sort of, like, highlight out all the bits that they would need to censor and then, like, just take it out. And that that would be dialing it back. That's not... Samurai Jack doesn't do that. It instead writes itself with all the, the intensity and the themes just without Jack screaming, Fuck! <laughs> It, it it writes itself so that, like, it does it in a way so that it, it doesn't have to, like, revel in the, in the, the gore or the, or the profanity or the evil or the... Because, no, it just uses good writing to convey the, the gravity of the situation. I think, the, like, not even best, just writing, no. sometimes it's just good directing. I think the best way... Oh, the pacing is amazing. Okay, go on, Laura. I think the best way I can explain how I feel about it is that Samurai Jack respects animation as an art form and not just a way to shit out a show for kids. Yeah, this one feels like... I feel like more than any of the other ones... Well, no, no. Less than... Possibly less... Probably less than Over the Garden Wall. This is trying to be, like, an art piece. Not as much so as Over the Garden Wall, but I feel like... Like, that is a gold Samurai Jack has. I feel like, like, Chowder has really good art, but it isn't trying to be really artistic with its episodes. No, its art is just more of just being, I think, recognizable and stylistic. Yeah, that's what Chowder's doing, but Samurai Jack, it, it, it feels cohesive. It feels like this is what this world looks like with the tone of the show. It just, ah, oh, so good. So good. And, and I think the most impressive thing is, is something that has been talked about in interviews with Gendy Tartakovsky. He said that one of the reasons for the, for the really long pauses and silence in the show is because, like, they trust kids not to get bored with that. Like, they know that, like, you don't have to be saying something every five seconds, which in a lot, which in most cartoons. Johnny and, test. Well, yeah, but it, yeah, ex- it is the anti-Johnny test. It is <laughs> understated. It is artistic, and it's quiet. And but even, but even in a lot of other shows, like and not just in animation, but in anything, there's rarely a, a period of more than a minute where it's just totally silent. And Samurai Jack, sometimes it's straight up half of their episode is silent. <laughs> it respects itself and its audience, and I really commend it for that. Yeah. Also, it has dope ass fight scenes, and like yeah. he's like Shingus, like no, and he's like Ark, and then like he jumps in this shit and starts like swinging around the sword, and then like oh Jack, you're so cool, you saved everybody, and then Aku's like crazy evil, and he's like zap, and then everyone dies, and then Jack's like Aku. It's still fun. What I'm trying to say is, it's still very fun. Yes, I feel like the best. Um example for to talk about how how mature it takes itself and how mature it's always taken itself is that in season six when they moved it to adult swim and it's like okay now you guys can do blood and you can do whatever you want it's like they didn't change much they really yeah. didn't they barely changed the show yeah even i know they that. Could do whatever they want to like they just kept doing what they were doing before and it just fit it's just like, yeah, they added a little bit of blood, but it wasn't something where it's like, oh, yeah, it's all gory, and this is what we always wanted to do. We were always held back by our censors. It's like, no, we we were doing what we wanted to do, and now we can just do a little tiny bit more. Also, when they moved it to, to Adult Swim, they let someone say penis. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Scaramooch? <laughs> How did you freaking know? 
<laughs> Dude, was it? <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> wow, that guy looked like a penis. <laughs> that guy looked like a penis, babe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys want to jump back into some superlatives? Yeah. Maybe sort of rapid fire them out? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, real quick, I'm going to cut this part out. Should we move the worst episode to say before the <coughs> best show? I mean, the worst show to the best. Should we move it to the end? Yeah, sure. I say we okay. move it right to the yeah. end. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? Slow. Okay, Nick, I changed the Samurai Jack superlative yeah. to slowest hands, quickest hands. Yes, I'm not sure. did a lot of these. Mine was, mine was initially a very... A very serious um, superlative, but Gavin slowest. Yeah, hands, but I disagree. With that, uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's a big superlative. Yeah, slowest I can see hands, that. Quickest hands. I'm trying to think. You introduced that because I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay, remember when like shit starts to go down and they're like, "What you gonna do, boy?" And then Jack's hands just come out of his sleeves like. We're basing the, we're basing our freaking. Well, again, what about quickest hands? Wait, hold on. Because he's a fucking badass ninja samurai. This, this this is the commentary on how quick he can fight, but also how slowly he can slowly slide his hands out of his sleeves. First of all, yes, his control, his control, the control, <laughs> the perfectly. It is a. He has a, Jack's he has hands a, move just exactly as fast as he wants them to move. He has an absolute... Always. Whenever he's dropping his hands out of his sleeves, they are moving at a constant velocity. No acceleration <laughs> at any point. No deviation. Ever. For Over the Garden Wall, we decided to give it best title cards because it has the best title cards, and that is non-debatable. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Yeah. This transaction is not, like, reversible, no exchanges, substitutions, like... You do not get the receipt to take it back to the store. I burnt the receipt in front of you. <laughs> you want to buy some best title cards, you're getting over the garden wall, and that's it. <laughs> They're very artsy, and they got very lovely music, and just the faintest, like, foreshadowing thing ever. Just... A very faint... Oh, I would also like to add... I would also like to, to add the, the superlative of best soundtrack to, to Over the Garden Wall. Ah, shit, you're right. Sure, why not? Best soundtrack and best title cards. Over the Garden Wall, wow, so good, it got two superlatives. Wow. Alright, and our next superlative is for Johnny Test. Fuck off. Now we're going to Captain and the Game Master, earning <laughs> the superlative for product placement. Best I guess product placement. For best product eight. placement. It was only product placement! It really came down to two shows, and that was the two 80s shows, because 80s <laughs> shows are just product placement. Um, but I think we just liked the material that was presented in Captain N more. I look, mean, look at these game worlds that you could be playing, except not. This is not actually what any of the games are. I like it all. I this mean, not okay. Like, this is not what any of the games or characters are like. The entire <laughs> show of She-Ra was for the, like... You know, She-Ra and He-Man action figures and all of that stuff. 
but Captain N, the Game Master, like, the pro- the- like, the games were already a thing, and then they made a show just, like, constantly advertising the game. Like, at least She-Ra had some identity outside of the fact that they were toys. Captain N shoves it in your face that these are toys that you can buy. Like, every episode starts with a boy playing- Buy our games! Every episode starts with a boy playing Punch-Out and gets sucked into the video game, so it's like, (laughs) you can't go without knowing, hey, you can buy this! They had a lot of of celebrity cameos, and I just wish that the show had come just a little bit earlier so we could have had a fight between Kevin and Mike Tyson, and then Kevin would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Sonic Boom. Who wrote this? Because I didn't. I that, did. was, that was okay. Laura's. It was most polarizing quality. What, what the hell? So, Sonic Boom is a weird one. It's like... There's plenty of really good memorable moments that are funny and make you think, ah, the travesty of the Sonic Boom series is worth it. And then there are moments that you don't remember at all and just aren't very entertaining at all. And after you watch that episode, you're just like, what was that? I remember in the Samurai Jack episode, we described it as having a higher highs and lower lows and praising that in how it is um, presented. Sonic Boom has higher highs and lower lows in a different way, being quality, and I don't think it lends itself very well to the overall quality of the show. Higher highs and lower lows action-wise is great. Higher highs and lower lows quality-wise, just give me the highs, bud. Then it's just... okay. It's good sometimes. It's really good sometimes. (laughs) Again, the show is best summed up in a best-of compilation. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the best way of putting it. Let's get back to the awards. Um, Save a couple. We'll yep. save those for the end. Yeah, I mean, I really like these these superlatives as just sort of a, a nice side dish, a, a kind of a support, if you will, to the rest <laughs> of the to the rest of the uh, of the podcast. Now I feel like we need to talk. Like, like on that note, let's start talking about characters, best supporting characters. These segues, man, they're so good. <laughs> um, the winner is to be determined. <laughs> Uh, we all, right. all have Because we votes. all voted differently. <laughs> so okay. we need to figure out how we're actually going to break this tie. Laura's vote Let's... was terrible, so I think hey. I could probably convert her to mine. Hold on. Let's no, ex- I don't think it no. was terrible. I think that he was we... the best character in that show. We are explaining our things now, and I feel like I, I have the right Eggman. to go first after they're dunking on me. Fine. So I think Eggman mean. was the best one personally, though. But go on, Laura. <laughs> no. I know what I just said about Sonic Boom, but I voted for the best supporting character is Knuckles in Sonic Knuckles. Boom. I admit, I... Oh my Sonic, I don't <sighs> chuckle. On principle, I kind of don't like how they handled Knuckles because it's kind of a bastardization of what Knuckles was already like in yeah, the games Yeah, but he also kind of, like, I, I, I like this version of, Muckle, of Knuckles so much better. I don't. Like, normally I'm not big on, like, oh, we have this character who is the stupid big one, but, like, part, I, he's got, he makes the show a little better, I think. I just, like, when he got a job. I, okay, Knuckles does have one of my favorite tropes, which is, um, astoundingly sagely wise by way of ignorance. I do like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's fun. He has a he has a lot of good one-liners. I think he has all of the best lines in that show. I think Eggman has a lot of them. Yeah, I, I like 
I like no- Knuckles is better. Knuckles is around more often than Eggman. Okay. Okay, someone else explain there. I'll go. I had an actual vote, which was... <laughs> I chose uh, We Bear Bears um, Ranger Whoopass, which is... um. <laughs> I chose Ranger Taves for We Bear Bears because she actually shows up like a lot. Or I could all, I could also sub in Chloe. Like I I'd accept Chloe. He's she's pretty good, you know. Damn it! Right before you said that, I realized I made a grave mistake, and I want to change my answer to Chloe. I'm good. sorry. All right, so I'm gonna change my answer to Chloe I'm just so sorry. that we can be on the same fucking page. I'm sorry, Chloe. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> I made a mistake! Oh! So I wanted to choose Ranger Whoopass because she's just really fucking badass and we got a good Ranger Whoopass episode when we did We Bear Bears. But Chloe is there a lot of the time and she's so small and she's so cute and like sometimes it's just her and Ice Bear hanging out and they're so great together and she like has such a fucking personality and she's like just small and quiet but also like her rage builds up and then she like finally speaks her mind sometimes and it's just great so she's much. really good I made a bad mistake. laura's sorry. crying now because she she realized the errors of her ways and oh oh what's that i swear laura to my way of thinking that exact thing I, that i said i would do hey nick hey, how about you give it a to go be fair i realized it before you even brought up chloe you didn't see it but like while you were talking i like had my head to the side and had a look of dawning horror on my face as i realized my mistakes yeah, well, he's still fucking voting with me, so, like, whatevs, dog. Nick, try as you might. Jerk. Try as you might to to unravel this this furious beast I have going for the, for the Chloe campaign. I don't need y'all. I don't need y'all on my side. Well, you kind of do if you want your guy to, I to have... win the... The only person that matters on my side, and that is the Scotsman from Samurai Jack. Nick, he's not real. (laughs) Gavin, you said a lot of hurtful (laughs) things. Shut up. Gavin, you said a lot of hurtful things today. Uh huh. I don't think I've ever been caused more emotional pain. From anything other than that statement right there. <laughs> You're right, I'm sorry. Every night I look up into the sky and I say I say a quick prayer to the Scotsman up above that he might keep me safe and keep me Scottish. And I hope I hope to ever aspire to his greatness someday. <laughs> And by living like the Scotsman, I hope that maybe someday his greatness will rub off on me. And that you'll get a gun leg. I'll get a gun leg. (laughs) How is the Scotsman protecting you? Celtic runes. Gosh, I just just love the Scotsman so much. He, He shows up in straight... Like, yeah, Chloe shows up a lot. Scotsman shows up in, like, four episodes. But every time he shows up, he gets a standing ovation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I voted not Scotsman just because um he's only there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's like, it's a special event. But they, they, up. yeah, oh, yeah. They, they are I, some fucking ballpark. 
Like, whatever he does, show the fuck up. It is a ballpark episode. Just him being there makes it makes it one of the best episodes of the season. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Chloe it, is there more often. Which yeah, I and I can understand your guys' opinion for Chloe. But I, but when we had a best supporting character and I saw that, I couldn't let the Scotsman go not talked about. Oh, Nick. Nick. What? <laughs> Nick, I just, I just thought of a way to convert you to my way of thinking. What? He said like a cult leader. Yeah, well. <laughs> this category is for the best supporting character, <laughs> not the best steal the goddamn show character. Oh, this is for the best supporting character. Chloe is there lending a kind, you know, lending a, a kind opinion and a kind hand whenever she can, constantly a lot. The Scotsman shows up a handful of times, steals the entire show, is Scottish as fuck, and enjoyable as hell. He doesn't support shit, he just takes no. it. He doesn't no, support no, 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 jack no, 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 no. shit. He does, he is canonically very, very supportive. Oh, he's can- oh, he's canonically very supportive, but he ain't no supportive character. He is not the supporting character. Nick. But Jack bounces off of the Scotsman so well, though. Oh, they do. They really, really uh. do. But at that point in time when the Scotsman's on screen, the Scotsman is a main character. He is a main as fuck character, and it's him and Jack are the main characters for those episodes. He's not a supporting character. He's a main character who only appears in four episodes. Yeah, basically. Which stop. is more than you can say about literally every other Samurai Jack character. <laughs> I won't stop standing my Scotty man, but <laughs> I will. I will. I, I, I will. Uh, I, I will relinquish the title of best character to Chloe. Ooh, best supporting have character. Have to fucking democracy. Anyways, the winner has been determined. In case you weren't fucking listening, all right, it's fucking Chloe. It's Chloe from We Bear Bears, honorable mention, um, the Scotsman from Samurai Jack. I do, I... Fucking love that guy. None of us don't stand the Scotsman, Nick, you gotta realize Oh, I stand the Scotsman so damn much, but he ain't supporting jack shit. He's his own support beast. Laura changed her vote to fuck, so... (laughs) Cause I realized my mistake. That's cool. I'm gonna change mine to, uh, Chloe. Ranger Taves is still extremely good. Oh, absolutely. She's... A mountain of a woman, and she knows what she needs and wants. And... When she showed up at first, I thought she was going to be a one-off, and then she showed up again and again and again and again. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa. She's a fucking character. And then she was. It was awesome. I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> Scott's we... Master General! <laughs> <laughs> Nick corrected our, our, our spreadsheet. Um, I was actually looking at the next, the next category down. But Fuck goddamn. What? Look at the next category. Look who voted for the next category on everything. Yeah, no. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The thing I was laughing at is that um, he fixed our spreadsheet to say that the honor roll mentioned was the Scots Master General. But there's some other buckwild shit happening here now. Hey, hey, Nick. You yeah. Wanna, um, you want to do the next, the next award? But uh, you know, I, I'm I'm really glad for the. You know, this next one's gonna be interesting. But this last one, I'm really glad we were able to get over our our differences. The true villain of this show is 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 argument. 
But now it's time to start talking about the best villains in animation. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the best villain award. The best villain award goes to Aku? But we have... It's not unanimous. Okay, every, okay, everybody. It's not unanimous. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, everybody. Uh, hold up, hold up. Nick. I voted for Aku. Laura, I... Laura, who who did you vote? Well, he's listed here as extra thick, but it is Aku. So, okay, so we got one vote for Aku and the second vote for Aku, and Nick still has to vote, and Nick fucking loves the shit out of Samurai Jack so much. I mean, he literally gets the seppuku sh- shivers. Whatever he doesn't watch it for long enough. So Nick, who who'd you, who'd you vote for? I voted for my favorite Samurai Jack character, King DDD. <laughs> Please explain. Please explain. Because hey. like I think we're also dissenting on what the honorable mention is, and I feel like it's not DDD. Hey, dog. King DDD. No, no, Aku. Aku is a great character. He is a fantastic villain through and through and i'm so happy that he's getting the um that he's getting the win but if it were up to me it'd be it would go to king ddd because my lord that man is the main character of that show okay 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 (laughs) can we had a uh a a slight shift um around before we did the show we scrapped one of our award ideas which was most fun villain and that was unanimous for DDD, and we combined them into best villain, and Nick kind of still just wants DDD. Yeah, no, I still want DDD. I just, I I, mean, DDD is certifiably really bad at being a villain. No, 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 no. It's not how good or bad you are at being a villain. It is how much I enjoyed that villain as a character, and how they serve their role as the villain of the story. King DDD's great, because he is the inciting incident of almost every episode, but it is sheerly because he is so stupid. This I man, guess so. the things that he does as a villain are so ridiculous. Aku, he's like, okay, I'm going to um, to defeat the samurai by by hiring some bounty hunters. DDD, one of his methods to subjugate his people is to give them all TVs and provide like a TV network. <laughs> one of his 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 like evil plans if you can call it that is to host a game show where he'll <laughs> give people money for 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 giving him food he, absurd amounts of money he, yeah like some bankrupting like, himself he is just this loop-de-loop of a villain that's like sometimes he's really evil sometimes he's so but sometimes he's in his attempts to be evil he causes so much more good than bad he is all over the place, and every single episode, I am looking forward to seeing what he does. Sometimes he pays them a lot of money, and sometimes he brainwashes them, and sometimes, I don't know, he just has an octopus. Okay, okay. We've so had... I, I see we had two different um, thought processes about the best villain, because I was thinking the most evil, most good at his job, most, because that's why I didn't that's why I wanted to choose the Beast, but then didn't. Because the Beast, he's a good villain. He really, really is. Don't get me wrong. 
But like Aku has taken over the fucking world, Aku and has Aku has won. powers. Aku has yeah, he straight up won, and Aku also has a shitload of powers. The Beast has the power of intense manipulation, which is not to be trifled with. But you can't fling people through time portals and also <laughs> shapeshift into giant scorpion bats, now can ya? Well, yeah, we, 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 you could define that as being a better villain just by saying he is, he is better at being a villain and he's more of a threat. Like, I love, I love Aku. I love him so much, which is not surprising. I mean, just like, like looking at his design, looking at the things that he does, he's just, he has such a terrifying and powerful design that meshes with his actions sometimes. <laughs> but it's it, it, it's a design that's built in such a way that he can look either really, really, really intimidating or really, really, really goofy. I mean, he can yeah. look goofy, but that's mostly, I think, due to the stylings of his amazing, amazing voice actor. Oh, man, it's just so good. He And you guys have only seen so little of what Aku can truly do. Laura, I know, I especially. Him. Yes. There have been, there are things in later seasons that he do that are ridiculous. And sometimes he even has those ridiculous DDD-esque moments, like with the, <laughs> like with the story time. Well, still, he... I personally hated that episode. I liked yeah. it, but I, liked it. I don't know. Aku certainly wins. I guess... If, if we're going off of the best character, who is also a villain... I mean, Aku is amazing, but I kind of want to change to DDD. For your honorable mention, or your... No, for the winner. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know, Nick's swaying me a little bit. It's just that DDD is, like, there every episode, constantly putting in the work. And, like, Aku is sometimes a goal, but he's not always there, you know? Like, he's always the goal, but he's not always there. The thing is, I hardly categorize DDD as a villain. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. I'm a kid. I'm gonna keep my vote where it is, and Nick can fuck off. Thank God, I was about to get thank, very scared. I thank was you gonna for, say, thank you for bringing I mean, me back from the brink, Laura. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you switched over to D- to DDD, I was gonna switch to Aku. But I feel like we should at least talk about the Beast as well, because he is. We just had a lot of really, really good villains, and the Beast was also excellent. I'm not feeling too great about this episode, guys. Oh, what? I feel like it kind of sucks. Well, you know well, what, Nick? I think I have an idea for you. What's your idea, Laura? To make you feel better about this episode, why don't we show you something? This that- is dumb. I think we could get it. I mean, no, no, no. I, I think this could work. Dumb. Well, now it sucks. This I think is this- dumb. No, no, no. I think it could work. We just, need to, we just need to make it more concise. This bit sucks. Speaking of things that suck, <laughs> speaking of things that sucked, we the show, the worst one, we have the, the award for the worst show, it's not an award, it's a fuck you. Hey, can you guess what we did? It was John. It's John Test. That's it. You want to explain our thought process? <gasps> well, bad. I'm glad you, you want us to explain our thought process? Go listen to the Johnny Test episode, where we, we tell, didn't. where we look right into the, the fucking camera that isn't there and we speak with our smooth dulcet tones about how bad it is for about fucking an hour I don't know if it we sucked have, i don't even know if we have any dishonorable mentions for this one like there was nothing <laughs> dishonorable mentions <laughs> captain in i guess 
There was nothing as bad or anywhere close to as bad as Johnny Test. I mean, the next one up is Captain N, but like John Johnny Bones was just like he was like way down there. So yeah, I mean, fucking no surprise to anyone. It was bad. He was bad. It's like when you're watching. It's like when you're watching another more popular award show and you get to the category for best animated feature and Disney released a movie that year. It's like, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still reeling. Cause Nick and I really were trying for something, but then Gavin just took it. <laughs> it's really bad. I'm sorry. Okay. That's what I fucking do. That's what it's I bring to the table. Is. We got the rest of our superlatives, everyone. Oh, let's man. get the rest of the superlatives. Let's let's run through these things. We've been here for a while. Next one goes to Hilda. Hilda. Hilda's the warmest. Even when even when it's in a cold environment, it's still just really warm. I'm just saying, if Luke had a Tauntaun or Hilda, <laughs> I think Hilda would have like Hilda certainly smells a lot better than Good Lord. You know? Good lord! I'm just saying. He could have kept his Tauntaun alive and also just watched Hilda with his Tauntaun. <laughs> exactly. They both would have made it and they both would have watched an excellent show. And That's what Wamp- I call a win-win. And, and I the thought comes they back out of his smell cave bad kill- on the outside. Then the Wampa comes back out of his cave to kill Luke again, but then the Wampa starts watching Hilda too. And man, it's just a big... Oh, I'm got- oh, oh, what you guys watching there? Well, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful show. Now, see, this, this is some, this is some mythos I can get behind. I like that little guy in the red dress. What's his name? Alfer? Sick. You can't even see, you, you, you can't see me pointing because I'm pointing with the hand that you cut off, but. <laughs> it's, it's such a good show. I mean, I've lost a hand, but I've, I've gained a friend. <laughs> <laughs> My opinions on Frida are up in the air. <laughs> She-Ra, Princess of Power, the old one, old She-Ra, hereby referred to as old She-Ra. Uh, I gave it best comedic timing. Why'd you do that, Nick? Because it has the best comedic timing. <laughs> yep. What about Chowder? I liked, I liked old She-Ra better, comedic timing-wise. Well, it seems like Nick is going to be shitty about his superlative well, and no, make it contradict. No, uh, no, I see what he means. Okay. It's I didn't just say, the... no. I, I didn't say it was the funniest. I just said it was the best timing. It's okay. just not All even right. intentional comedic timing. Just the way that things happen, like the one that's jumping out to me right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, if everything's constantly hilarious all no, the time. No, hold on. Let me explain myself and Nick, hopefully. Okay. There's the scene. It's the part... Where He-Man jumps through the roof. Yes, but a different one. <laughs> I need to get up there. Ha! <laughs> and then he does it! No. The scene where Ad- where Adora is captured by the Skeletor gang. Adam rolled a fucking that 20 to get up on that roof. Anyways, go on. <laughs> is captured... And um, in the middle of these episodes, there's quick, quick little interludes that are like, She-Ra! Like, ah! <laughs> 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 and then after that, it cuts to her mother, broken with grief after 
even supposed to be funny, though. It's no. just like... It was just the, just the incidental timing that of was, it. Was just that so was just perfect. a beautiful, beautiful accident in production. <laughs> okay. The All comedy right. of Chowder was made by very, very creative people who put a lot of effort into it. Into try Shira, I don't. Shira's not supposed to be a comedic show, and Shira, it's fucking hilarious. Shira's comedy. Sh- comedy. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm the I'm the I'm the commander of the shepherds, and I'd like to tell you all some jokes. It's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Chowder. Hey Nick. What? Hey Nick. What's it called when Crom up bees off the edge and takes you with him? What? Kramikaze. <laughs> Go on. Hey, what is new Shira get? No, wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Old Shira. No, no. Chowder's comedy was crafted by very skilled comedians, but Shira's comedy was crafted by God and fate. <laughs> accident. It was a beautiful, holy accident. <laughs> oh. All right, She-Ra, Princesses of Power. Somebody else do this one. New She-Ra, I gave it the superlative for best glow-up, because holy shit. I mean, it's also the only glow-up we did here. Well, it's superlatives, not- I guess that makes it the worst glow-up also, now doesn't it? Okay, no, listen. We just talked about old She-Ra, and what a beautiful, wonderful, amazing, miraculous travesty it is. (laughs) And new She-Ra is just- Ah, oh, it's so it's, it's so good, so good storytelling, amazing characters, great designs, great artwork, great good music. Ah, it's everything, and it's not just selling toys. It was it exists to tell a good story, and it's good and adorable. I like New Shiro. <laughs> ah, you sure do. Why was that so fucking hilarious, Laura? Just the fact of. Me going on and on about that, and you're just like, I like it. I do. He does. Know what else I like? What? Frogs. Can we talk about frogs for a sec? <laughs> and it's time. Listen, frogs are just day. starting to come out. It's like time here where, where about Dan's I live. Gonna talk about and some frogs. Like, I. Okay, the first frog croaks of the season were like last week for me and that's because i went into my local pond and i woke them all up and so these these studs were just like croaking their asses off that night and now they're starting to croak all night and i like it because i like frogs and frogs are the fucking best that's it that's all (laughs) all right cool (laughs) um (laughs) do you have anything to add about No. <laughs> do you have oh, a, right. Do you have anything to add about frogs? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Can I give? Can I go back and give over the garden wall the best frog superlative? Oh, you're right. Let's just give it a bunch of superlatives. Okay. Best frog. Best no. art. Best boy. Oh, best boy. Definitely best boy. Oh, shit. We forgot to give out the best boy and best girl um, awards. 
We didn't do those. Greg, Adora, we did it just now. Great. There, that's it. Okay, we bear bears. The superlative for we bear bears. Who wrote that? I did. Okay, Laura wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> the superlative for we bear bears is cutest depictions of crimes and life-threatening events. <laughs> The yeah. show looks so damn adorable, but as we slowly realized in our episode, people almost die, like, a lot, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> like, you really have to think, like, he almost died, right? And you're like, no! Wait. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Sweet Bear Bears is surprisingly violent. Yeah, I don't have, I think I just nailed it. I don't think I have anything else to add. Uh, yeah. There are more life-threatening situations in Wee Bear Bears, at least in the episode that we watched, than were than in... Than Samurai Over Jack. The, the, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, in Samurai Jack, yes. Definitely more than Chowder. Yeah, I didn't see you in more than Over the Garden Wall, and that story yeah, because is about that's two just... kids who are dead. <laughs> that's only one life-threatening event, though. It's just a big one. <laughs> Yeah, Samurai Jack is, uh, like, his his life is almost never in danger. He's just too cool. <laughs> I mean, everyone else's is. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's true. Everyone who wants to step to Jack is, I mean, yeah. Well, well if you're a robot, but otherwise... If you're a robot. If you're, like, a person, dude, rarely ever, actually. Mm-hmm. And with that... I think it's time, friends. Is it time? I think it's time. Friends, we've been here for a while. I've had a good time. We've had 15 great episodes, but it's time. It's time to talk about the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the pinnacle of animation, at least within these 15 shows. Uh, hold, hold up, hold up. I'm, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a letter here. It's, um, hold up, let me, let me open this up. I just got this, uh, oh my god. Well, fuck, I guess it's not up to us. It says here that Chongo has won the entire award show. <laughs> First the Grammys and now fucking storyboard reruns. God damn. Ryan, you did it! How animated is Ryan even? Freaking animated. Shit. Gavin, you brought that out of... Gavin, that was a sucker punch. <laughs> what? That was a sucker punch. How so? I had no idea I where you were going with that. Yeah, well... <laughs> I had planned this since this morning. I woke up today, my eyes fluttered open, and I went, Oh, yeah. Chongo must win. I know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, then. Thank you, I Ryan. Guess for the silver, <laughs> it's overall best show. It's like in a, a Forrest Gump. Where all the football players are, like, playing their game or whatever, and then, like, Forrest comes and just, like, sprints past everybody. <laughs> You're like, he's not even in this game. What in the hell? Okay, so, overall best show. We don't know the three-way tie. Shit. Yeah. Uh, well. And you know what? I'm actually perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I'm perfectly These... fine with us having a three-way tie. Honestly? Honestly? Because opinions are subjective the other two, by definition. The other two are my runner-ups. Yep. Well, I mean, my opinions are factual, but... Because... <laughs> this is what you should think and why you should think it. This is the award show. This, like... Do you... Have you guys seen an award show before? Like, uh, come oh, on. Oh, man. All right. 
Let's run through these. Personally, over the garden wall, uh, footed me the most money, so I I gave that my vote. Ah oh, shit! Were we supposed to get award rhymes? show comedy? Expo. Oh, <laughs> the Oscars suck. <laughs> Maybe the Golden Globes too, but I don't watch them. Not seen on our podcast uh, during one of our commercial breaks. We went over um, the only freaking awards that you came here for. Gavin, over the garden wall. It's just a solid fucking show. I mean, we've mm. we've been over this. We've been over this so goddamn many times. The characters are great. The art is great. And the music is great. And the show is great. The show's great. This is, if you talk to anyone, over the garden wall is one of, like, the staples of modern animation. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, oh, definitely. It's... It's it, it's one of the big ones. It oh yeah, it's one of the big three. So straight up, one of my favorite shits ever. So yeah, I mean, I we've been over this enough said. You know, to the surprise of everybody and nobody, I chose Samurai Jack. What? I'm so surprised! Oh my god. Hmm, what? Did something exciting Samurai... happen? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, really why not. is this the episode of bullying i'm sorry nick it's really not this is the, 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 this is not a an uncommon occurrence you jerk baskets anyway. <laughs> man am i in a jamaican restaurant because boy howdy there's a lot of jerk <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> oh, man. is this an award show or a roast no i picked samurai jack and there's a lot of really good cartoons out there. Honestly, Samurai Jack probably isn't even my favorite one. But out of every show that I've ever seen, Samurai Jack is the one that whenever I watch it, I think to myself, this is really good. This is exceptionally high quality. And it boggles my mind that more people haven't seen it. For me, this is one of the greatest animated shows ever made, and I rarely ever hear it get talked about. It's so fan. Now, when it is talked about, it's always it's always oh that show is incredible. But I mean, it's just so good. The amount of the amount of artistic effort that was put into it is really incredible. Oh, the way it moves, the style behind it, the um, just the extra effort put into it. Like you could have a fight scene. Like if you look at fight scenes in a lot of modern animation, I love modern animation, but that's somewhere that in a lot of places that's like like not a whole lot of effort is put into it um because a lot because in a lot of cases motion is kind of pushed to the wayside in favor of of like just character design and 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 art style which is fine but whenever you see something that does it differently like samurai jack and really doesn't even sacrifice its its art style and, and character design it's just really special and there's just so much that i could say about samurai jack because I couldn't possibly say it all, I want to give it this award. Samurai Jack is uh, one of the ones that I had one of the best times uh, watching when we did that one. Yeah. But I had a better time watching another one. Hey yo, what would it? New She-Ra is so good. Gosh, just, ah, man. Everything from just immediately being invested in the characters, like as soon as I'm introduced to them... To, they had established lore that they could work with, and they did so much better at it. Like, this is, this is a, this is something, this is a property that I am totally okay with a reboot. It is rare that I look at something and I say, 
Yeah, that could do with the reboot. The She-Ra reboot is amazing. It is funny. It is amazingly well-written. All the characters are just... Mm. Mm. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> All right. I think that that about does it. Um, I don't right. I don't think any minds are going to be changed. I don't, no. th- I don't think we're going to be arriving at, at a uh, definitive. Especially since... Like I said, those two were already so high up on my list. It's like oh, yeah. kind of, I'd say it's a three-way tie. Sure, why not? Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Over the Garden Wall, Samurai Jack, New Shira, all tied for second place. Um, honorable ah! mention. I don't know, We Bear Bears, I guess. What? Yeah, I'd say We Bear Bears is an honorable mention. Sure. Why not? That about does it. Much like any other award show, the uh, I see people starting to file out now. We've gotten the final decision, so uh, go home. Can, We're can, done. Can I We're end, done here. Can I, what? Can I say one more thing? No. <laughs> no one's listening at this point. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to talk to the empty auditorium anyway. Okay. For one thing, I know this is a different thing than we normally do, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, We just wanted to have a little retrospective of the shows that we've gone over so far. And while we were recording this, I just got a little emotional in my head. Because just something about just watching shows with my good friends, doing what we love and be able to make something out of it, just feels real good. You know, we can share all the stuff we love with you guys and you guys can laugh at our pain when we're watching something that we don't love. Here's to another season of Storyboard. Yeah! 99 more seasons Storyboard. Just Storyboard. Storyboard all all day. www.storyboardadventures.com Season 2 of Storyboard. We're doing Rick and Morty. I I will make you all. I'll make you. I will force you. I had something and then you just took it away from me. That's fine. That's what I do. That's fine. Nick, do you have anything to add? If She-Ra could do so well with the remake, how well do you think Speed Racer could do? Probably not well. It's had several. <laughs> they were all bad. One was an eighties. One was an one was an eighties anime that wasn't very good. You could do better. You could do better. Okay. The Wachowskis got close, but they shot a little bit too far. Get DreamWorks on it. Get DreamWorks on it. Have you guys ever seen the original Voltron? It's ass. <laughs> Sure is. I want a fully serious television show starring Speed Racer and his parents, Mom and Pops. Yeah, and I want to shoot lasers out of my eyes, but you know what, Nick? (laughs) Alright, I think it's about time for some thankity thank yous. Thank you to my cousins, Anna and Sammy, for doing the artwork and lettering on our cover image. Uh, Please check the podcast description for links to their social medias where they put their good art stuff. Thank you, I love you. Thank you to Ryan, aka Chongo, for just, you know, ripping the mat out from under all of us. You know, I thought this was fucking our show, but uh, whatever, I guess. Sure. I mean, we, we did we did talk about this was the price of you letting us use Bacon Hat off of your album Hat Shop for our theme song. It's a pretty good song, I admit, but I thought, you know, that was just, you know, a, a, friendly, a friendly hand you were lending. I didn't think you were going to take everything from us, Ryan. <laughs> Links in the podcast description, as always, I guess. Go yeah. check out solo stuff, as well as his band with Penny Parker, Go Child. Gavin, you absolute douche nozzle, you Whatever. Can't... <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Nick, go. 
Ryan's like a shit pulled up. Ryan, Ryan's a great dude. You should go check him out. He's he's a real great guy. He's awesome. I like creating conflict. I like creating conflict. Right? That I like. Someday that's gonna bite you in the ass. I'm sure. I like creating conflict where it's, like where like I say someone has done some dumb shit and then I diss them for doing that dumb shit and they're just sitting there like I didn't do. What? what the <laughs> They're just sitting there like, what? I didn't do that! <laughs> Finally, thank you to Lunalight Studio for having us on the network. Check out the other shows on the network, such as The Cryptid Keeper, which teaches you about a new cryptid every episode. Laura, I have a question. Do they ever talk about the Hopkinsville Goblin? I don't know, actually. Because he sounds like a fun little boy. <laughs> he does. And also Com Radical, a comedy education podcast aiming to teach you about socialism and clear up some misconceptions along the way. And make you laugh. If you like the stuff we're doing and the stuff that our other fine podcast family people are doing, you should check out the Lunar Light Studio Patreon at LunarLightStudio.com slash Patreon, and you'll help support our podcast. Also, we have a, uh, a Lunar Light fan Discord. Um, if you want to talk to people about all the podcasts that you love to listen to, hit it up, you know? Why not? What could go wrong? Especially you, Discord Dave, who's in like 400 <laughs> Discords. What's one more? Finally, you can check out our social media um, at storyboard underscore cast on Twitter and storyboardcast.tumblr.com if you're one of the two people who still uses Tumblr. I should That's... have said Discord stew. <laughs> Why? Because it's a Simpsons reference. Okay. Also, if you like us, you should leave a review for us on whatever you can review on. We'd appreciate that. Thank you. Unless it's mean. And don't do that. No, tell us what we should improve on. You can be mean if you're constructive about it. Yeah, but don't just be mean. Yeah, don't be mean. That's mean. Please tell us if there's something that we can do to fix things, because... We're if, we're learning. <laughs> because if people don't tell me how to fix things, and then they complain about things not being fixed, then I'm going to punch them in the face. I'll punch myself in the face, too, <laughs> but I'm going to punch you in the face as well. Wow. Well... That is a, that is a, a widespread threat from Nick, everyone. <laughs> I think that about does it. Yeah, I don't know. Cue outro music. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to our first storyboard rerun. We love you. We'll do more and more things with this as we go. We have more things planned for storyboard reruns in the future. But um, I hope you like the first. Let us know what you think. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, from. We need to freaking get a celebrity voice actor to come on out here onto our stage and introduce it. Hello! I'm Gilbert Gottfried! Some shows look good, and some don't. Anyways! (laughs) The award for best visual design will be presented presently! Back to you, Laura, Nick, and Gavin in the studio. Let him in. Gilbert, we told you to leave. Gilbert, we told you we don't have any bread. Gilbert, get out of our trash can. Was that good? Is that that what you wanted, Nick? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Thanks, Gilly. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty? 
witty, and gay.